Hey, Hannah. Hey, Kate. How are you today? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's been a pretty casual day. Got some studying in. Uh, talked on the phone with one of my good friends earlier, so that was nice. Just reconnect and I'm sitting here hydrating with my water <laughs> what about you <laughs> that sounds awesome um I'm also doing well I did a little studying went to the gym I talked to both my mom and dad on the phone so good, got the good. double whammy in there mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm also hydrating with some lovely water not so exciting today but very important very important <laughs> yes yes you ready to get into it yeah let's do it Howdy from Houston. I'm Kate. And I'm Hannah. And today we are going to be reflecting on our first year as medical students Ooh. and talking about our summer plans. This episode is going to be a two-part episode, so stay tuned for next week for the second part of it. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> yeah. So um, just kind of getting into our reflection. Mm -hmm. Hannah, what was something that was a little bit unexpected this year for you? Yeah, I was, I was thinking about this as we were you know, prepping for the episode and just kind of looking back on what a whirlwind this year has been, which is just, first of all, can we just acknowledge how crazy it is that it has been a year since we started med school? Yeah. Like that just blows my mind. It's crazy. Well, a year since we started our well, engineering yeah, class. Engineering. So, not technically med school, but our, we officially started school, period. Right. Yeah. We, we started on the 31st of May right. last year because for our program, we had a six-week engineering class before the like mm -hmm. med school part started. Right. So before first day of anatomy, we had first day of engineering. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's just wild to think that like, you know, it's been a year since we met, you know? Like, I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's just, it's we recently had our friend anniversary. <laughs> yes, we did. Celebrated accordingly. <laughs> um, but looking back on this year, um, really, I think what was not so much unexpected, but just unpredictable. Like, right. moving, moving to a new city, starting a brand new phase of life, going into this crazy experience of med school. Like, I just wasn't sure what to expect. I had no idea, you know, what life was going to be like. I didn't know what my schedule was going to be like because every med school is different too. Like you can go on YouTube and see day in the life of a medical student, but every med school is different. And so I didn't know what to expect for that. I didn't know who was going to be in the program, what they were going to be like, you know, I, I just, I just wasn't sure about anything really. Um, and just kind of looking back on the year, it has just been so great like thinking and reflecting on the wonderful friendships that we've built and the people that we've gotten to know and the communities that we've built and the wild memories we've made of like I don't know just weekend adventures and just I don't know just this whole life here in Houston building a life in a new city exploring a new place um finding a new church for me like that was really great getting plugged in there um and just like making a lot of friends and just building building what seems like a real future somewhere because I know I don't know I don't really know how you felt Kate about like the the years like the couple of years kind of leading up to med school especially with COVID thrown in the mix of all that but I felt very just unsettled and unestablished where I was like I graduated college and I I moved to Wisconsin and I was in Wisconsin for a year and it was hard to get plugged in there. And then COVID hit, so it was 
hard to get plugged in and then I quit my job so I was going to pursue med school and move back to Texas and it was hard to get plugged in back home because it was you know hometown and I don't you know you don't want to really want to be exactly where you grew up <laughs> you know and um, and just figuring out life there like I just felt very unsettled and it feels really good to be in a place where you see like a well-established future yeah I can totally understand where you're coming from especially having grown up in one place your mm-hmm. whole life yeah I I don't think I can entirely relate just because I moved around mm-hmm. a lot growing up and I never expected to be established in one place for mm. a long time so I think I did also feel unsettled because I lit so once I graduated college I lived uh, back with my parents for a year and then I lived in North Carolina for a year and then I moved to Houston and so for me it was I definitely felt unsettled but it wasn't as uncomfortable as a feeling for me because mm. I, I had grown up with that feeling right so yeah. But it is nice to just know that I'll be here for a while and can get used to Houston. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely nice. Because there was definitely that period of life when I was, you know, preparing to go to med school where I loved where I was at. I loved the community I was building, but there was a part of me that was just hesitant because I wasn't sure how long it was going to last. You know, it's like, am I going to just be leaving these wonderful people in six months? You know, I don't really know. Yeah, um, which turned out yes, I moved to Houston, but <laughs> greatest decision ever because it's so wonderful to be here. Um, but I just really enjoyed that whole journey of building a life here and seeing a future here, and not just you know not necessarily saying it, that we will for sure have residencies here or wherever. Like I don't even know where I want my residency to be, but um, at least just for the next three years. So the four years of med school being here, it's really cool to see that like established future. Um, and then the, the other thing that was just really kind of unexpected for me too, and, and this similarly, not so much unexpected, but more I just didn't know um, what this would feel like, is being in a program and taking classes and studying material that is actually incredibly interesting and engrossing. Like I just find myself so absorbed in the material whenever we're studying and preparing, even if it's stuff that I'm like, oh, I'm not that interested in it. It's like, okay, but compare that to studying, I don't know, statics in your second year of college or whatever, you know, like, which that's kind of silly to say because I actually really enjoyed my statics. (laughs) I did too. (laughs) But you know, whatever it is, like, this is, it's really been the first time in my life that I've been studying material that I just really love and I really feel sucked into and I enjoy it and I feel like I'm learning it for a real purpose. And, and it's just made, I mean, I've always loved learning, but it's made learning just even more enjoyable and just a better experience that I could have imagined. So unexpected in the sense that I could not have imagined how wonderful and amazing this year could have been. Yeah, I definitely can relate to that one. Yeah. And something for me that's helped with like when the material gets tough or it's less interesting than some of the other material is I will just do a quick little self-check of like, okay, put myself in the shoes of Kate in a different life. <laughs> like, would I be as happy working a corporate job as uh, as compared to how happy I am right now going through this? material at 9 p.m. and (laughs) trying to commit it to my memory and I'm always like "Mm, I'm probably happier where I am now Mm -hmm. so that's kind of like a great little self-check that every time I've done that it's confirmed that yes I am happy doing what I'm doing so 
for me, that's that's also been nice and definitely can relate. Like even when I'm learning about like our last block, which was ID, mm -hmm. uh, intro to disease, which was really hard to grasp some yeah, of the concepts, even then was like still interesting. Yeah. Still super fascinating stuff. And there are even, even just like you said, during times where you're banging your head against the wall because some of this stuff is so difficult to just stick in your head. It's still just definitely worth it. You yeah. Know, it's worth it to be here. Yeah. And honestly, harder to remember because we don't see patients, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, patients are at the other end of all this learning. Yeah. And so the better we learn and the more we learn, the better doctors will be for our future patients. That's definitely a big reason why I have enjoyed the material so much too. It's just knowing that we're studying stuff that is purposeful and useful and we're going to need to know this stuff, not just so that we do our jobs well, but so that we really truly help people with what we know, you know? So yeah. I'm really excited about that, but that's awesome. Um, what are some of the other things that were unexpected for you this past year? Um, well, not in a bad way. This could be taken in a negative light, but the amount of free time we have was really unexpected because coming into medical school, I was like, okay, I'm all my weekends are going to be booked. All my free time is going to be booked. I don't know if I'll have time to work out. I don't know if I'll have time to do all the things I want to do outside of school that help me be a good person, like meditate and work out and things like that. Mm -hmm. So just the amount of time I have to like actually do that has been very unexpected and really nice actually. And you know, talking to some of my classmates, some people are like, oh, I watch TV with lunch or dinner. And then all of a sudden it's four hours later and I'm <laughs> like, oh shoot, I need to start studying. And I personally can't really relate to that because mm -hmm. I'm always like thinking about what I have to do for the day. Right. I have my to-do list and I really want to get everything done because I don't put things on my to-do list that aren't important to me to get done. Right. So being able to get all my to-do list done, plus usually I'll have time in the evenings to relax and unwind and maybe call someone, catch up. Um, so that's been really nice. And for our program, it's been really nice because everything is pass-fail and no block has just one test. So for some programs that I've talked to um, that my friends are in, they'll have a block that has one test for the whole block. And if you mm. fail that test, then you fail the whole block. And that's not good usually. Right. So the taking off the stress of that by having more than one test per block has mm -hmm. been really nice too. Right. And I think a quick note on that too, I think there's like some controversy out there about like, is pass-fail good? Is it bad? Um, and really just from, I think, our experience going through pass-fail, what I really love about it is it takes away some of that, like, toxic culture of every man for himself when it mm -hmm. comes to studying. People are a lot more collaborative and willing to help each other. But it, at the same time, I don't think it takes away the mindset of, like, wanting to work really hard and still do your best. Like, people are still wanting to, like, learn the information because it's valuable information. Because at the end of the day... We all know that we can't be pass-fail doctors. Right. You know, we can't go into medicine thinking, all right, this patient, pass-fail. And I think, you know, when you pursue medicine, like, 
you're, uh, most of these people who are pursuing this career are very driven individuals that really want to do their best and, and bring their best to the table for the sake of other people and really help other people. So I don't think that that gets lost in a pass-fail setting. It definitely does not get lost in my experience. Yeah, I would agree. Everyone still really cares and it just takes the pressure off having to learn everything really, really well for the test and killing yourself for the test. It takes, it, it, takes it off of the grade. It takes it's it off like, the grade. The exactly, grade exactly. Yeah. Because like we said just a few minutes ago that mm. we are still really interested in learning material even when it's really difficult. Right. And I think that just goes to show that, okay, it's okay to have things pass fail because people are still motivated to learn. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we all want to be good doctors, like you were saying. Right. So, yes, agreed. Okay. Pass fail is a good thing. Yeah. I also was surprised at how much I deepened my relationships with people mm. not in medical school because one of the upperclassmen said to me at the beginning of the year, um, I can't remember if it was a guy or girl. Anyway, they said that I would probably have to forego all of my friendships with people outside mm. of medical school and just give up on them because medical school will take over my life and mm. my only friends will be the people in my class, not even medical students in general. And that's something that really worried me at mm -hmm. first because I have a lot of friends who are outside of medical school. My boyfriend is not in my class in medical school <laughs> and just how much I was able to deepen my relationships with my friend, mm -hmm. with my boyfriend over the last year mm -hmm. has been so just amazing and I'm so glad I was able to do that. And that was kind of unexpected with that initial expectation set of these are now your only friends. <laughs> like, yeah. I love them. Like yeah. I love a lot of the people in my class and you know, I'd like to have even more friends. Right, because you know, you don't want all of your time to be spent with people who are only doing the exact same things as you. Like that takes away so much joy of life, you know? Right. It's so wonderful to be around people who are doing completely different life things than you are. And and to take a step out of your bubble of medicine for a little bit and realize like the world is not about me. It does not revolve around me. This is not the only thing that's happening. Let me go and just you know, be a good friend to somebody else, you know? Right. It's a very healthy way to be. Also, it allows you to have a much more diverse mindset mm -hmm. because you're not only in one type of perspective with all medical students and in like medical mindset because yeah. I talk to a lot of people, aka my family, who know <laughs> nothing about medicine and don't really like, not that they don't care, but that's just not their main interests. And so explaining things to them sometimes, they're, I have to explain it in a different way and then getting to hear about what's going on in their lives. Like, like you said, it's just really cool to step outside of the bubble and be like, okay, I'm a human doing my human things. Like <laughs> the world's not gonna come crashing down on me if I don't do quite as well on the next test that as I had hoped. Right. Yeah, and you also have the opportunity to kind of do a little life check like when you are overwhelmed with school right to see like okay what relationships are really important to me and what like who do I really want to make sure I am pouring into and being a good friend to and a good sister to and, and whatever else you know it's it, it does kind of force you to check yourself of like okay am I focusing too much on this one aspect of my life and totally neglecting other people that I care about you know and it, and it exactly. so it does force you to kind of reevaluate a little bit like 
what what are your number one priorities or just what are your what are your priorities i should say exactly yeah exactly um so then the last thing that was unexpected for me this year with this kind of goes with the amount of free time i had um realizing oh i actually do have some free time how do i want to spend it mm-hmm. i still got to travel quite a bit which you was did. really nice <laughs> you yeah really did. <laughs> yeah well because my boyfriend lives out of state my family lives out of state a few close friends are out of state or in different cities in texas so it's been really great to be able to go and see them and like i was just saying maintaining those friendships um because like i also mentioned I thought my weekends would be studying (laughs) eight to seven all weekend. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So just been some nice unexpected surprises this year. Yeah. In some regards. Not all unexpected surprises. (laughs) There have definitely been some challenges this year. Oh, yeah. Um, That might be something, too, that I feel like was unexpected or... It was unexpected. (laughs) Yeah. Some of the types of challenges. Yeah. I was not expecting to have to go through some of the things that we went through this year, but... We are on the other side of it and excited to move forward. Yeah. What are some mistakes you learned from this year? Well, some mistakes that I definitely learned from mostly revolved around school and studying. Um, Well, I shouldn't say that. A lot of the mistakes I learned from were around school and studying, but many were also in my own personal life and figuring out just myself and being being the person I am. Um, But with studying specifically, uh, something that I definitely have struggled with for most of my life when it comes to studying school is just letting go of being a perfectionist with it and letting go of needing to know 100% of this stuff to 100% capacity. Um, and, and just being okay with like not knowing everything when I'm going into an exam. Like it can be kind of a scary feeling to be like, I looked at that one fact one time and I hope it's in my head and I hope it's still in there somewhere, but I, I very likely will not remember it, you know, and, and just being okay with knowing that the way that we spend our time in between exams, you know, let's say we have two weeks to prepare for an exam. I could, if I really wanted to sit down and spend every waking hour dedicating myself to this material and learning every single fact and learning 100% of the material to 100% capacity. But I don't think that that really would make me a better doctor or a better person, you right. know, because that would force me to neglect the people in my life that I care about. It would force me to not spend time taking care of my body, like not working out, not making healthy meals. It would force me to just ignore a lot of my other responsibilities in life and not, not just be a responsible adult, you know, and, and, in that regard, like I would be a really, really good student, but I don't think I would be ultimately a good doctor. And that's the beauty of the pass-fail system. Yeah, agreed. So that that has been a challenge for me. Um, there were definitely some exams where, um, let's say there are like three chapters or something like that that we have to get through, and we have two weeks to prepare. And I would think I needed to get 100% of the material to 100% capacity, so I would spend a week and a half learning one chapter and then only have a couple of days to do chapters two and three because I was so hung up on not being able to move on until I learned everything that I was focused on for that first unit. Um, and so that was that was definitely a challenge that like I, I continued to learn that lesson multiple times. <laughs> um, really, it wasn't until these last couple of months that I, I feel like I really became okay with just like, hey, you hit something that you don't totally understand, 
just move on. Just keep going, push through the material. And more often than not, you get to the end of the material, you get through all the content, and the stuff that you were worried about or the stuff that like didn't make sense before makes sense now and clicks. And it's it's just a, a different study method than I had to do in undergrad. Like with undergrad, it's like these are the chapters you need to know, these are the formulas you need to know, these are you know the types of application. As long as it's like as long as you know the formulas, I mean that was the beauty of engineering, right? If you know the formulas and you know how things work any application question you should be able to handle, right? That's just like not the case. <laughs> right, yeah. So just like making that adjustment was harder than I thought it was going to be. So definitely some mistakes there. Um, and then really the biggest mistake that I think kind of plays into every element of my life, and um, I think you kind of mentioned some of this before too, was just recognizing that it is so important to maintain your valuable practices. So for me, like the things that I need to do every day, like I need to do my time in the morning, um, like in my Bible, like I need to do that. Cause if I don't do it, like the rest of my day is just a mess and it's easy to start drifting into like not doing that regularly or um, it's, it's just easy to start letting go of it and realizing that your, your life is turning into more of a mess, like the more that you're letting go of these practices that are helping keep you on like a really good steady path and having those established well, you know, beforehand makes it so when you do hit hard times that you can handle those hard times because you have these good practices established. So there were definitely some times where, you know, I maybe was letting go of some of my my daily practices, like maybe maybe not spending as much time in the morning dedicated to spending time in the Bible or reading my word. And then I'd hit a period of life, like something would happen and I'd get really stressed out or really anxious or just like feel overwhelmed and realize like, oh, like this would be a lot easier to manage if I was still doing my dedicated time that I said I was gonna do in the morning. You know, not just 20 minutes, but like give it a full hour, you know, or, or whatever it is, you know. Um, just some of those little practices and making sure that those were actually established well made going through more difficult things a lot easier. And so that was a big lesson that I, a big mistake that I learned and a lesson that I learned. Yeah, I would agree. I think that was actually something I had thought about before mm -hmm. recording this show as well, is that a mistake I made was about halfway through the year, I was like, wow, you know, like life is pretty great. Like, you know, I wonder what challenges I'll have next. I bet I won't have that many because <laughs> things are just good and I can't foresee anything happening. And lo and behold, a mere two weeks later, you know, everything yeah, kind of became a mess. Yeah. And I learned that life will always be around to throw you new and unexpected challenges, new ways to learn and grow. Mm -hmm. And when you build those habits that make you feel supported and grounded, when things aren't going well, you don't have to try to then build that into your routine. You can just rely on yourself because you've already set yourself up for success, which is awesome. And another good thing about building habits when things are going well is you mm -hmm. can figure out, okay, what do I actually have time for? Do I actually have time to spend an hour reading every evening or do I actually have time to spend two hours working out every day sometimes maybe it's a 30 minute workout every like one day if you don't have enough time yeah. and that's still a workout you know or maybe it's just some stretching one day instead of a workout or for me do I actually have time to meditate for half an hour every day like yeah. sometimes 
it might need to be less. And then I figured out, okay, well, what's my minimum time that I need to still feel good and set up for my day, but not too long to where I feel like I can't enjoy it and that I feel like I need to just move on and get going with something else. So that's something I really learned this semester yeah. as well. And it really helps you refocus on like your purpose. And yeah. Like, you know, like why are we here? Like for me, like being driven by my faith and like feeling like I'm here practicing or learning to practice medicine because of that, like because I feel called to it, like that is something that helps me refocus like every morning. Every morning I'm reminded like, why are you here, Hannah? Like, why are you in medical school? Like, I know it can be stressful. I know it can be exhausting, but you're here because like you are living out like the primary source of peace and strength in your life. And that like, for me, that is God, you know? So like living that out, like I'm living out what I am being called to do. And like, that gives me so much peace during times of stress with school or life or whatever else is going on and so like I cannot let go of those practices like I can't right and it's like the same for you right you know right holding on to the things that really keep you grounded and really make you feel like strong and secure makes it so much easier to get through get through the storm exactly yeah and just speaking of which so we're now we're now toward the end of May And I have these practices pretty well built up at this point, but over winter break, you know, you're kind of out of your habits and things might go a little up in the air. And I remember I got back from winter break and I felt really crazy and I was talking to you about something and you were like, (laughs) and I was like, yeah, I haven't meditated in a week. Can you tell? And you're like, yeah. (laughs) So it's just like, you know, those kinds of things, Mm -hmm. they really do make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so something else I learned is kind of, like I said before, med school is just a big time management game so far. It could Mm -hmm. definitely get harder, especially with residency and, and even sooner than that clinicals. But so far it's been a big time management game. And for me, that makes it almost fun because I like games and I like winning at games. And so if (laughs) I can reframe my perspective to be like, okay, we're going to play a game. Can Mm -hmm. you get all your stuff done in this period of time, like a day? Or can you get all this stuff done within a week? If I can play a game with myself and make make myself feel like I'm racing toward a finish line of some sort, Mm -hmm. then it makes things a lot more enjoyable. Maybe that doesn't work for everyone, (laughs) but... It's really funny that you say that because... Like, I'm just thinking back to certain days, and I can totally see that in just your attitude. Like, I can see us, it was like, like, I'm picturing it one day in particular, maybe like a month ago or so, where we were leaving a lecture hall, and throughout the whole day, like, I remember looking at you over on your iPad, and you had, like, your checklist going, and you were like finishing Anki cards, finishing this, and you turned this in, you're like, check, 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 you know? (laughs) And we, I think we were walking up to the bus after leaving the lecture hall, and you were just like, so excited, like, I only have one thing left on my checklist, and it's workout, and that's all I'm going to do, and then I'm going to go to bed, and it's going to be a great day. (laughs) Like, it was just, like, there are so many times I can remember thinking of you, like, getting through your checklist for the day, and like, what a great attitude you had, and like, that, I'm sure is part of it, is that it's, a little personal competition, you know? Exactly, yeah. And personally, I do best with competitions with myself. Mm. I don't do as well with competitions with other people because I, I get either overly competitive or I <laughs> just am like, eh, it's not I, worth I it. I find myself like reeling back into the personal relationship side of it and like, <laughs> like of course, oh, I don't know if I want to compete with you because 
because I still want to be your friend. <laughs> I don't want to be really badly and so you do not like me anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to like just win. Yeah. And... <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm humble. I swear. No, yeah. No, you're, you're, actually, I've never competed against you for anything, I don't think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm nervous. <laughs> But, oh, time will tell. Time will tell, Kate. It's only been a year, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You've got some time ahead of us. Yeah. But anyway, time management game. Yeah. And then the last thing I learned just, you know, by going through some personal challenges is a default to kindness, which mm-hmm. may seem obvious, mm-hmm. but I just feel like it's always great to be reminded of being kind to other people. Um because you don't know what they're going through at the time or maybe what they've been through. And sometimes people can't talk about what they're going through for whatever reason. Maybe it's a personal reason. Maybe it's kind of bigger than that. But just being nice to people. Yeah. yeah. Especially with like the fact that we know that med school is stressful and is right. an extra weight. Like We know what that weight already feels like. Right. So it's really good to just remind ourselves that that is already pretty heavy. So yeah. if anybody is dealing with anything else, like it, that load can feel like a huge, huge, huge weight. And and I know like both of us have experienced like people being just really kind to us, you know, yeah. when they had no idea like things that were going on in our lives, you know, and just to, just to feel that kindness, genuine kindness from people in our lives. And, and that also points to just how great the people are that we've surrounded ourselves with and that we're blessed to be around like the people in our program, how lucky we are to have those people, how kind they are and generous they are with their time and friendship and just the communities that we've built here and the way people have poured into us, like people who have no idea what's going on yet are still just expressing such kindness to you. Like I, I think we've really been able to experience that firsthand and as a really good reminder of that is, that is a great lesson to have learned is default to kindness. Exactly. Yeah. And, Experiencing so much kindness from other people has made me really want to genuinely be kind to just everyone. No matter whether I'm going to meet them and interact with them for a few seconds at the grocery store with maybe them, they're checking out my groceries or you who I (laughs) see every day and I live with just everyone, you, someone like that, everyone in between. I just want to make people feel supported and loved, even if it's just for a moment. Yeah, I think like as we get older and we start to experience heavier things in life, and I'm sure this lesson will be one that we continue to learn in our 30s and our 40s and our 50s, you know, you start to recognize like how how nice it is. How do I want to say this? You start to recognize how genuinely good kindness is when it means more, you know, like when, when you're going through things that are heavier and are more difficult and it, and it means more to you when you're dealing with something like that versus like in high school, like the, the problems I was going through in high school that I can think of were so just like minimal, you know, compared to like what you think, but at the, at the time you think it's like the end of the world, you know? Right. So just as you get older, like you start to realize just how wonderful those kinds of things are, you know, when you see that in another person and they, you have that kind of interaction together. Yeah. Yeah. I would totally agree. Well, everyone, that marks the end of the first part of the series, and we will see you next week for the second part. Hope you have a great rest of your day.